Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I haven't loved all of them. I've loved very few of them, actually. But I have had some great loves come out of all of these guys, which is amazing and great relationship. And even to the guys that um, there is a couple here, I don't remember who they are. So (laughs) I'm racking my brain. But here's the list. Okay, we've got Burner, Whiskey, Whiskey. I have no idea who Whiskey is. Like, honestly, I read his description. I'm like, can't for the life of me remember who this guy is. Apparently, I fucked him. I just don't remember. That's awful. He couldn't have an orgasm and, or he's having a hard time having an orgasm. Totally rock hard. Couldn't have an orgasm. And I was like, is there anything I can do to help? Clicked in this, this good friendship before he like flew down to see me and have sex with me. He forgot. He totally forgot that he fucked me. How is that possible? Okay, so I just want everybody to know it happens to the best of us. Of what I loved so much about him is his big old dick. Oh my God, the biggest, the biggest dick I've ever come across. Like that was on a human. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Valentine's Day. What are you doing? Who are you with? I hope it's with somebody hot and sexy and Someone that you just can't wait to rip their clothes off. That is the best. Well, as of the recording, officially as of the recording of this episode, which is well in advance of Valentine's Day, I have tentative Valentine's Day plans, but we'll see how that goes. So I'm sure that'll that'll pop up somewhere in March. (laughs) What actually I did do or who I did do. Or who I did not do. We'll see. We'll just see how that all kind of plays out. But yeah, Valentine's Day has does have it is a little has a little special meaning for me. Uh, it is with one one of the guys. It is one of our anniversaries. I guess we've adopted that because we can't really remember what day we actually when our first official date was. Our second date was a Valentine's Day date. So we just always kind of like count that. But. Anyway, guys, hey, have you been listening to my Saturday episodes with my amazing sponsors this month? I mean, so many, they're just knocking it out of the park. And I wanted to remind you guys that if you purchase from any one of my sponsors this month, uh, you can check that by going to my show notes and you'll see the sponsors listed there. If you buy from any one of my sponsors, you can get a free seven-day trial to the private podcast. Super easy to do. All you got to do is just screenshot me your proof of purchase, not your cart before you purchase the actual purchase receipt. Just email me a screenshot of that to curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com and I will shoot you over a uh, link to get a free trial to the private podcast. And you guys will love that. There's lots of juicy stuff going on over there. Lots of, uh, speaking of one of my sponsors, uh, speaking of audio porn, I was going to say lots of audio porn. I guess I'm now calling it. I'll take little outtakes, just like 10 seconds, real fast teasers. I'll rip some audio from some naughty video I took. 
It's just a lot of sounds usually. We I try not to make it identifiable. You can hear me, but uh, and I'm pretty vocal. So it's definitely worth it'll be the best ten seconds of your life. <laughs> That's my story, I'm sticking to it. But anyway, yeah, I've been getting a little racy over there, just a little bit racier, you know. I don't do the video, still not doing that, but I don't mind pulling a little spicy audio from some videos. So anyway, if you want to check that out and the new, you know, in the private podcast community. I'm going to start uh, doing actual video chats, live video chats through the private podcast community later on this month. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure the exact date, but I'm working behind the scenes to build a different, use a different format for the private podcast. And that's going to be one of the things that uh, it's kind of a new feature. So you're going to want to check that out, guys. Again, like I said, super easy to do. Just if you make a purchase from any one of my sponsors, you are in like Flynn. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to go through, since I don't have like a Valentine's Day interview, (laughs) a guy to come on, although I'm sure I could have ripped a couple off the streets, but that'd be kind of weird. I have, I wanted to go through all the guys over the years. Now, if you haven't been to my website, there is a section called the guys. And I started, I stopped filling that in at a certain point. So this is not all inclusive of the guys, but this is just like the original first, I think probably like end of 2016 to 2019. This is kind of the lineup. And let me name them off for you (laughs) because it's quite a few. So I'm going to sit down, you know, and I'm going to go through this. This episode's dedicated to all the guys I've loved before, or I haven't loved all of them. I've loved very few of them, actually, but I have had some great loves come out of all of these guys, which is amazing and great relationships and just, whew. Uh, but every single one of them contributed in some way, great or small, to the show and to my adventures and just to everything that I've done over the years. And I'm so grateful. And even to the guys that, um, there is a couple here, I don't remember who they are. So... <laughs> racking my brain, but here's the list. Okay. We've got burner whiskey, whiskey. I have no idea who whiskey is. Like, honestly, I read his description. I'm like, can't for the life of me remember who this guy is. Apparently I fucked him. I just don't remember. That's awful. Uh, Clark H J Titanic Y W T J Canada Cowboy N TBE, which is BE, really. I dropped the T. It's the boyfriend experience. Quinoa D. So those are the that's kind of like the original crew there. As I'm going through this, it's just like, whoa, okay, the whiskey guy. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I am just so this is so embarrassing. Like, why can't I remember who the fuck this guy is? Oh my god, that's awful. Okay. Uh, uh, there's another guy I can't remember who he is either. So after the after I stopped putting posting up the guys because you know I thought really I was going to shut this down right after a year and or then it was after two years you know I extended it for a year so I kept updating the website. Once I realized this was going to be ongoing, I was just like, no, I'm just going to leave the originals up there. They'll always be the originals, but the other guys I'll just have to try to remember. So there was uh, another guy, socks. If you guys remember socks. Uh, I told him to get up against the wall and I was going to show him how a woman, a woman really wanted to be fucked. There was another guy that, oh, wildfire. Remember wildfire? He got upset with me when I, when he couldn't have an orgasm and, or he's having a hard time having an orgasm. Totally rock hard. Couldn't have an orgasm. And I was like, is there anything I can do to help? That pissed him off. He did not like me saying that to him. I'm like, I'm just trying to be helpful. I'm, 
I care about your pleasure. (laughs) So he didn't like that. And then there was another guy. I can't remember his name either. And if I gave him a nickname, I think I did. I know I did, but I just don't remember. We only had sex a couple times. It was fun. I thought, you know, he was bisexual. I thought we were going to get, I thought I was going to get my male, female, male out of him and still no dice. So actually I was really hoping to get him and Clark together. This no name guy that I can't remember. (laughs) So those, uh, let's see. And then after, after those guys, there's been Goldie, BB, Big Balls, RB, Ricky Bobby, and Adrian. And that's, uh, that's that's the list of lists that right there that you know it's really when you think about it sounds like a lot right I don't know how many guys that is but sounds like a lot however and you know what actually I should I take it back there's a couple just kind of one-offs he sprinkled in uh here and there since I moved to Florida so I don't know what that puts my body count at over seven years well start of seven years so six years six years over six years what does that put my body count on? I don't think that's too bad. It really, I really don't. I mean, it's when you average it out, is it four partners a year? I don't know. I'm not doing the math really fast in my head, but somewhere around there, three or four partners a year. That's not bad. Anyway, hardly slut material, but I'll let you guys be the judge. So what I want to do is go back and just give some fun outtakes from some of my favorite interviews with with these guys, because a lot of them have, were very gracious to come on the show. And they're from, a lot of these interviews are from back, you know, back in the original day. And some of you may not have heard any of these because you may not have been following the show back then. But I always recommend, if you can, that you go back and you listen to it from the beginning. You'll have to forgive the shitty audio. I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. But, you know, back then I was just ignorance on fire. Literally just, I'd have an idea for a show, show title and I'd just sit down and talk and then hit publish. It was literally that crude. But that was the fun part. And you know what? That's what I like about the private podcast because it's really, I'm kind of back to my roots. It's just very authentic and raw, and very raw. And it's a lot of, been a lot of fun, but I, you know, would just sit and fire off these episodes and then, and, and, and I, again, not knowing where it was going to go or I really thinking I was going to be done in a year. And then every year I thought that was the last year. And so I would always, I was always really good about asking the guys to come on the show. And so they, were gracious enough. A lot of them were gracious enough to do that. And I want to include uh, and hopefully introduce some of you to some guys that you've never heard before. So today I've got episodes with um, some outtakes some, with some of these guys. And I've got HJ and I've got BE and D, who you guys have probably never heard me talk about because this was way, way back in the day. Um, and Clark. So we're going to listen to some of those. But let's start off with H. J. Now that's short for Hugh Jackman. He is a Hugh Jackman doppelganger and it's so, so true. I mean, the guy's fucking gorgeous. I just love him. He's also a really nice guy, but here's the funny thing, guys. I'm giving myself a little my of my own personal retribution here for uh, in, in honor of the guys that in honor of Whiskey, who I cannot for the life of me remember who the fuck he is. And also 
The other guy that I just can't remember his name. I remember, yes, I did fuck him. I just don't remember his name. But um, I'm going to play this outtake of this episode I did with HJ. And the funny thing is, is that HJ, who I just thought was so fucking hot, who is fucking so fucking hot and gorgeous and a nice guy. And we would talk and we had this great chemistry and we clicked in this, this good friendship before he like flew down to see me and have sex with me. He forgot. He totally forgot that he fucked me. How is that possible? Okay, so I just want everybody to know it happens to the best of us. I I forget I've done it, right? And then I've had it done to me. And it's probably not the only time. It's just the only time I got somebody to admit to it or got them on a recording where they would admit it. And he was so nice. But you can tell he's kind of tap dancing a little bit. He's like, oh, God, don't put me in the hot seat for this. But anyway, so here it is. This is H. This is my interview with H.J. I have to tell everybody. Are you going to make me cry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I have to tell you that, uh, or I have to tell everybody listening. This is more I'm ripping the bandit off to tell them that it was quite funny when we started talking again. And I don't know what I had said, but you had said, Layla, we never had sex. <laughs> And I said, I knew I this pa- was coming. I paused for a minute and I was like, oh my God. I thought, like, oh my God, wait, who am I talking to? <laughs> am I, you know, am I having like a, I don't know, a messed up moment? Like, am I getting my wires crossed? Like, who's on the, who am I talking to on the phone right now? And then, and then you made me second guess myself. I'm like, did I imagine having sex with this guy? Did I imagine that he flew in from Los Angeles? I picked him up from the airport. We went to a hotel and had sex. And then he flew out the same day. Did I? Is so this, excuse me? Dirty. I, we were dirty. And, so dirty. And, you, and you forgot that you and I had had sex. This is. I often, I often have to remind myself. Now as you usual. know that I don't have a big ego because I'm actually outing this. If this was something. Women, true. Women are usually correct. And I always concede that. And <laughs> I have to admit, I have a male brain and. Sometimes I'm not always the best at remembering things. That that was my that was that was my that was my. I'm glad was, I was so memorable to you, Hugh. I'm glad we reconnected. <laughs> Are you trying to switch the subject? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yes, I, I no. I have to dig into this. I'm not done. I am. I you oh. know what. Okay. You know how we are. We can't let something go. I mean, I might have to beat a dead horse. Um, I'll do my best to hang in what? there. I'll do my best. What happened? How did you forget that we had sex? So, were you? Blo- is this like were you trying to block it out? Was it? Ba- was I bad? You don't even no. remember. So that's the thing. Oh, 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 and and maybe this would be helpful. I I'm almost positive it was some. It was a. It was nothing you did. It was nothing particular about the situation. I really feel like it was probably something. Like I said, I was not. I remember flying out there and meeting you and, and we had, you know, there were some things happening and, and kind of going on. And like I said, I had just the, the actual specifics of it. Yeah. We're not, I think in that conversation that we were having and it is nothing, it is nothing to do with, with obviously what it was or the situation. It really, yeah, it was strange when it came up, I found myself, I'm like, why am I not remembering those exact, those serious, and I'll, I'll go say it again, women's minds, I think are much better at, you know, remembering a lot of those things than, than guys, than guys are. Well, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just hope and pray that this is an anomaly and that there's yeah. not a, 
there is not a bunch of men out there. No, no I don't know. I don't think that you have a tribe of guys that know. Am, am I that forgettable? Like No, absolutely. Absolutely not. You know, the other thing too, and, and I think it, it kind of ties back a little bit, maybe like yourself, I have been a very sexually active person since college. I, yes. as soon as I found out, I, and so I've, I've probably had maybe more partners than maybe I should have. And (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm just saying the male brain sometimes compartmentalizes and puts things together differently than possibly women's brains. And it is all on me. That is for sure. I can feel the men that are listening to this right now, sweating in their seats for you. (laughs) 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 It's getting... It's getting hot in here. Yeah. Yeah, because you're in the hot seat, buddy. <laughs> you, you absolutely got me in the you absolutely got me in the hot seat. Yes. I'm glad you know what? I'm glad we can at least sit here and laugh at me about it. But <laughs> I know. I mean, of course. This is this is again, this is just proof positive. Like I do not take myself that seriously. And I think it's actually quite funny that instead of I mean I should be maybe my ego should be bruised but I don't I don't think of it that way like to me I'm like oh my god that like that is so funny to me that here I am and guys that listen to this have this fantasy and this the this image of me in their mind they haven't seen they haven't seen me they don't know what I am they just hear me they they don't know you know I've stayed anonymous right and so yes you know, they're thinking this. I'm this hot sex goddess and I am by the way everybody (laughs) I have one man, hopefully just the one man. I have the one man on the planet Good. that forgets having sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you just there showed how strong your ego is, and and even bringing that up, and and uh, I guess maybe you should have maybe one of your next guests should be someone that you've recently had sex with, so he can proclaim to the world what a magical pussy you have. I'm gonna, I know. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be dragging him off the streets. So you better get in here right now and profess the magic pussy what it has done to you. <laughs> uh, yes, I love it. That's, I love. Uh, it. Yes. Anyway, that was just. I. Oh, I still can't get over that. Like, okay. You get told by a Hugh Jackman lookalike, I don't remember having sex with you. I'm like, I'm good. Bad, so good looking. <laughs> bad thing. It's a bad thing. I, like I said, I am taking all the responsibility for that. I'm taking uh, all the responsibility. Yes, yeah. I am. Well, you, as you should, because I remember it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the one with the memory problem here. <laughs> Also, too, I, and maybe I'll just, I have found with myself, and, and maybe it's something to think about. I, I do really feel like when you have chemistry with someone, sex does get better as you do it more, right? Absolutely. I mean, oh, when yeah. you with someone the first time, it's it never- can be completely awkward. And we, I mean, this is the first time, sure, we, you can go through the motions. Yeah. But you know, if, you know, let's say the first night you're together, oh, it's hot. You have great, you know, there's good chemistry there. There's good connectivity. And then the subsequent two, three, four, five, it's usually by that 10th or 12th time that, you know, your bodies have that real language that's that's going on between them through the touching and the kissing and, you know, everything that's there. And, and so I certainly think that situation, because it was for lack of a better word, it was kind of a one-off situation that 
in my male brain, it might not have been putting all of that, you know, chronologically, you know, events, you know, multiple being with someone multiple times and kind of really experiencing yeah. them. And that's a problem. Again, that's the problem with one off sex, because God, you've probably had situations where, you know, the first one, no. two, three times might not be good. And then suddenly, yeah. wow, yeah, it gets something gets really different. Yeah. yeah. And to be in all fairness, I definitely like I've had times where someone will write into me or make a comment about a guy that I had sex with because, you know, yeah. they listen to the podcast and someone, you know, I gave a nickname to or whatever. And I'm like, who are they talking about? And, you know, and I'll, and I'll be like, what? And I'll go back and I'll like, look, or I'll I'm like, oh my God, they're right. Yeah, I did have sex with that guy. I totally forgot about him. All right, there we go. Well, I just really, I guys, that's, um, that is actually episode 270. And it's casual sex dates, I think is what I, what I named that one. I would uh, highly recommend giving that a listen. It was a really good interview. We just talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about dating, we talk about kind of we're kind of talking about then and now, and we cover a lot of stuff, but of course I had to bring up, I mean, there's just no way I could let that slide. I, I could have hid the fact. I could have just not asked him about it right on the recording, but I already knew, I already knew that that was the case and, you know, that he had forgotten. And so of course I had to, I'm going to bring it up and self-deprecate a little bit, but again, it happens right to all of us. Well, maybe not all of us, but I've done it to, to others and it has happened to me. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Okay. Now the next guy I want to bring on here with this reminiscent interview, this pillow talk. This is um, episode 56. I did name it pillow talk. And this was with BE. Oh my gosh. Does everybody have that one guy that they just... He was the guy, he's the guy that's just the most right for me, but I blew it. But I just, I totally fucked it up. And I fucked it up by putting my attention other places where, you know, I should have been focused on him. And, uh, you know, I was just totally starstruck or not starstruck, but totally basically horny, hot and crazy for someone else. And that's just... I don't want to say one's one's the better man or one's not, but you know, there are guys that are good for you and guys that are bad for you. <laughs> and I think I was just like caught up with doing with, with being with a guy that ultimately was not right for me. And just, uh, I let, I knew, you know, you know, you're letting a good one go. Like I knew, I think cognitively in my mind, like this was a bad move. <laughs> But anyhow, I'll let you listen to some of our earlier days and some of our, well, this is a, like I said, this is, yeah, this is back when, what had happened in this episode. He, we were together for a while and then he wanted to be, he wasn't sure, you know, about this open relationship thing and he wanted to be monogamous with someone and, or he wanted to try monogamy. And so he went with this girl and I knew it wasn't going to work, but just based on what he told me about her and what what I knew about him, I knew it wasn't going to work. I actually knew he'd be back around. And he did. He was. And to his credit, he came back around. But I'm the one that blew it second time around. My fault. Mimi. 
And uh, I do like to this day, so, you know, it's one of those things I just go, God. And I've actually tried to text him a couple times. He'll text me and then I'll text him back, but he won't respond. <laughs> so he's clearly, you know, like he'll, he just, re he'll reach out and say really nice things to me. And then I text him back and I don't even know if he's blocked me or I, I don't even really know, but he is a good guy. I hope he's found the right person and he's happy. And if not, BE, if you're out there, <laughs> reach out. <laughs> All right. Here is, here is my sweet, sweet BE. I am in bed. And I'm not alone. I have B.E. with me. Good morning. Good morning. And we're going to do, he's, I sort of, uh, I guess, surprised him by bringing my microphone and kind of forced a podcast on him in the morning here. So we're going to talk about some things. We don't, I have a couple things written down. I don't really know. It's going to be a free wheel. We're free on it. But we're kind of picking up where we last left off, and that was when we did, as you lovingly called it, our exit. It was my exit interview. interview. That's, That's right. right. Yes, and you were heading off to uh, different pastures. I was heading off to an exclusive relationship. <laughs> yes, and could you just bring the listeners up to speed on what happened there? Oh, good lord! It was a journey, personal journey. I needed to find out if. Uh, being exclusive with somebody in those last summer was the the right thing at that point in my life. And it was part of my own journey. Uh, as you've been on a journey, I was on a journey and yeah. still am. And it was a good opportunity to learn about myself, but ultimately was not the right situation. Yeah. No matter how good the sex was, uh, the relationship itself. How good was it? It was pretty hot sometimes. Oh. Um, she was a bit of a freak. Oh. I had discovered in myself that I prefer relationships with more than one partner. Yeah. And she was not open to that. Yeah. But beyond that, just in general, there are life incompatibilities, shall we say, that uh, would have proven to be barriers and, and sources of conflict long term. So it was best you know, at the end of the summer, kind of realizing that to, to end it and, and go our separate ways. Yeah. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. And then you. Away from any dating, just healing, recovering from that experience. Because I do, you know, as I've mentioned before, really, I seek that special connection with somebody. Yeah. Um, even if I have non-exclusive dating, yeah. I won't date without having a really strong connection with somebody. I mean, I have to have that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's it feels empty, to be honest. Sure. With you. So, yeah. We had that at a point, and then, you know, as, I, as I've moved on, I had to heal from that connection before I could have real open and new connections. Yes. So that's when I reached out back to you. Yeah. Late fall. Yeah. Right. So fast forward to now, and we've been seeing each other again, mm -hmm. having a lot of fun. Yes. And something that I think is new from last go round is you are now seeing couples. I have been dating you, couples. You go in as their, I guess, what do you call it? The bull. I am the bull, the added spice. Uh-huh. As you put it the other day, or of the extra frosting on top of a frosted cake, so to speak. That's right. I get to come in and add that extra element of pleasure and passion to these relationships. Yes. And how do you like that? First off, I mean, I've really enjoyed that part of self-exploration. It's been eye-opening. Like I said, as much as I thought I might really want to have relationships with more than one partner, 
being in the situation with these couples has allowed me to watch their relationships and learn from them because, of course, I am the other partner. And it's been reaffirming in many ways that you can have a happy, healthy, open relationship, yet also have the participation of someone else as long as it's you know done with all honesty and confidence. And I prefer to have all parties present. Um, I like that kind of threesome energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and to be blunt, I would get really turned on by women who like the attention of two men at the same time. Yeah. That is definitely... Well, that something. works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that's that's going to have to be a, oh, I need to have that as a part of my life kind of thing. Yeah. It was definitely self-reaffirming from that right. perspective. So, so you are, you kind of know now moving forward with, with a partner, you want... You want somebody that's into having groups. Well, I don't know if you call it group sex, but just you want someone that's that's wants to do more than just one-on-one encounters, one more than one-on-one experiences with you. Like yes, right? Um, yeah, you know, like I said, I it, I've found it to be freeing. Yeah, um, liberating. Yeah, I like to be a bit naughty and break and bend rules. Sure. That's just kind of in my nature. So having that as a part of your normal life is unusual yeah um, and to be honest it's the energy the, the the sexual passion just the general pleasure is it's different uh, it doesn't mean everything has to always have that of course not but to know that you have that as an option mm-hmm. and the other partner would be okay with it and yeah. encourage it that you both could get pleasure out of that experience to me that's a, a win-win yeah right well kind of like we were talking you know like last night i think we're kind of both in the same spot and maybe our quandaries are a little bit different, but very similar. We're just like, okay, you know, for me, right. I'm going to, the end of the year, be shutting this down. And, and then I'm kind of like, well, I sort of, as I was telling you, I have a little self-evaluation, self-reflection going on. Like, what am I going to do? How do I define moving forward? How do I define a, what's a good relationship, you know, and what are the dynamics of that? And we were kind of talking about, you know, you were saying like, you want, you're more leaning, you lean more towards like the, the, if you're doing couples play and there's more than one person in involved or more than one other counterpart involved. So three or four, however, you've got it laid out that you want to be there. Like you, you want it to be a shared experience. A shared experience. That's how, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Shared experience. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I'm I'm envisioning this and and honest, I have not had this relationship yet. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the direction I want to head. To have that foundational relationship with somebody I truly love and we get each other, we are friends, we like each other. We have that real honest and goodness bedrock relationship, but having that as a shared experience to where that other person, when they join us or other couple, um, it's something that we do together as a a expansion of our relationship. Now, as we were discussing the idea of having a separate date night with somebody where, you know, say for instance, I wouldn't be present. Yeah. You know, how would I do that? And on one hand, you know, do I feel a little threatened by that? Yeah, honestly, I do a little yeah. bit. On the other hand, if I have my bestie, my partner, my soulmate, mm-hmm. my, you know, however you want to describe it, I really care for that person. I know they have a certain pleasure zone or a way of getting to a certain place that honestly, I don't help them get there and it's okay. Not everybody does everything for yeah. their, their partner. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. Would I be okay knowing that 
my love went off to have a date with another guy. Yeah. And this was the zone and the place they were going to go. And part of that, you know, initially there's a hesitation there, a little, you know, could yeah. be jealousy for lack of a better phrase. Sure. Because. Which I, which we talked about, which I think is totally normal. Everyone's like jealousy gets a bad rap. It's what, it's how you react to it. You you can have those feelings. You can say, I mean, it's okay to say, oh, yeah, I feel a little jealous of that. But that if that's as far as it goes, there's nothing wrong with that. I would feel the same way too. I mean, I've, you know, I've talked to, I've said a thousand times on, on, on this podcast, like if the roles were reversed and it was me seeing someone that had a podcast and it was this open and about seeing other people and all that stuff, would I, how would I handle it? I don't think I'd like it. All right, guys. Do you see why he's just like, uh, he's, uh, there's a couple episodes with BE. That's like I said, number 56 pillow talk. If you, I recommend going back and listening to that one. It's a good one. And then any of the other ones with him, he's just such a good guy. I mean, you just can't help but like him. Okay. The next guy. Oh my gosh. Love him too. Super. Again, I was so lucky. I just was so lucky. I just met such amazing guys. How did I, I don't even know. How do I get so lucky? Okay. This is D. D. I really like too. I mean, I really just, he's sexy and smart and has this great job and Apple flies them all around the world for their, you know, security. And anyway, he, he and I were, you know, we, we had our, we had our time, but let me jump into the crass part here of this, of what I loved so much about him is his big old dick. Oh my God. The biggest the biggest dick I've ever come across, like that was on a human, <laughs> not like not, not like my dildo with the suction cup. Like I think that thing's big and thick. I do. I have a big thick dildo with a su- suction cup, and D I think is bigger than thicker than that. He is thicker than that, and oh my god, like blowjobs were hard. Like I just you can't like I need to dislocate my jaw to like get it all in there, and I pretty determined when it comes to stuffing things, stuffing dicks in my mouth. Like I love it. (laughs) So if anybody's motivated and no quitter, it's me, but (laughs) there's just no way. Like, I mean, it's, you know, and I, then you start to feel weird because you, you know, you're not, it's a hot mess in there and you can't, you're not handling it the way you're used to. And, and I'm worried like that my teeth are scraping or scratching in the back. And I, you just, you just cannot get enough of your teeth and tongue and everything like out of the way. It's just a big hot mess. So anyway, we are, uh, I'm inserting the part here where I just jump right down to it and start commenting on his dick. And I want his reaction because he knows, he knows it's big. Like you can't say no, I don't, you know, I can't, I don't know. Oh, it's not really that big. Oh, but, but, oh, it's fucking ginormous. Anyway, that was very fun. And he's also a lovely human being, by the way. I don't just want to turn him into a piece of meat. (laughs) He was just a lot of fun. And actually, this episode is from my cabin in Tahoe. He uh, He has the privilege of being the only guy that, of the guys, that I invited to the cabin. So that was very fun. All right, here it is. Okay, I'm going to jump right into some of this stuff. I'm just going to just plop us right into it. I want to talk about size. Oh, okay. I want to jump right into it. I want to talk about penis size. And could you describe... (laughs) I mean, I've talked about you before and, you know, in various ways, but I... It's sizable. So I just thought maybe you could... 
I don't know, give your take on it. Yeah. The, the same, remember we had, we've we kind of had this conversation before about some locker room talk, you know, like where you've seen, you know, you under- well, locker rooms are always strange because not every guy is a shower. Uh-huh. So I don't think I'm a shower. I'm kind of like a girl, you know, so I, oh. I kind of look average. I don't know best. about that, but okay. But, you know. Uh, the average part, I'm just saying like, yeah, okay, so, I don't know that you look average, but go ahead. But, you know, guys all talk. We have. It comes in all shapes and sizes, you know, curves, you know, but I don't think I, I think I'm in that sweet spot. I don't want to be cursed with a 12 inch cock because you would never know what it's like to bury it in a woman. Which, right. Who wants that? You know, so. Yeah. I think I'm in that sweet spot. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a 10 on a good day. <laughs> so, I yeah. think so. But yeah. you know what it is? What it is with you. I'll just say straight out of the gate. It's the girth. I mean, it's a because women are only so deep anyway. I mean, we're all like, you know, we're not right. You can't get past that. However, the girth part where we can get where we where all women can sort of expand is the girth. And you have the girth, which is very satisfying. That's <laughs> which, you know, all I can say is I'm just lucky. <laughs> You know, I've never, but I also have had friends that, um. But you've, you know, what do women say? I mean, you, I've come known, on. I've, I've known, I've been big Don't be since shy. high school. Okay. You know, so high school, okay. you know, I had a nickname as me, you know, which, <gasps> which was fun, you know, but. Yeah. It got around that, you know, I was a thicker than average dude. You are thicker. Uh-huh. So, um. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it still has to have some stamina because, you know, my I was a late bloomer. Uh-huh. I actually didn't start having sex until like almost my senior year. I was a junior. So, yeah. Yeah. and it was awful. You know, it took me, I was like, I'll say maybe 1.2 seconds. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it was, she was, she was because older she, and, you know, I was. Because I, you just were so excited. Ready, yeah. Know? It's not like I didn't want it, but you know, it's just like, all right. You yeah. Know, just yeah. Yeah. Didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. Wasn't the timing wasn't right. And yeah. You know, you don't know what you're doing. You're all yeah. thumbs. You think it's like <laughs> porn, you know, it's like, and it's nothing like that. So yeah. by the time I got the condom on and I think it was two pumps in and Bob was done. <laughs> you were, uh, this is, you were a two pump chump. That's what I call exactly. it. <laughs> and that, when you're young, you don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, right. So, yeah. So that's hilarious. I didn't, okay. That I didn't know. That's a new one on me. Yeah. I did. I'm a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer too. I didn't know that about you. So we're kind of, that's something we have in common. Yeah. You know, I'm so much a nerd. You know, I kind of keep it secret, but you know, <laughs> my little computer things. <laughs> so. Well, I'm, I, I like nerdy guys. So there we go. You made a statement to me. I don't know if it was the last time I saw you or the time before. It's, this has been stuck in my craw. I mean, I have, I've got to get to the bottom of this. You said, and this just blew me away. You said that I have submissive tendencies. You do. Fucking A. What? Explain that. I. Okay. That just blew my top off. Now, it's not in a sense of that you're a sub overtly. Okay. But in the act of pleasure you pretty much you let someone control you you can do some like choking you can do some like bonding yeah. uh-huh. spanking yeah and pretty much you know anything a guy desires it's open 
So, well, depending on the guy, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. puts you in a submissive state. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not had any requests denied with this. <laughs> from me. Yes. Yeah. No, I so, know. Yeah. Pretty much. So. I know. Okay, so that when you said that, I was just like that. That was like a lightning rod. Other than the first, uh, first time. The first time you threw me off. Let's get to that. I, I, that's Which one of my was questions. Completely baffling to me. She fucking got up on me and left me insecure <laughs> the first night. I, as you said, what did I do? I she fucked literally me. fucked me. And by the time I got out of the bathroom, she was dressed. <laughs> and all she needed to do was give me a slap on the ass and say, thanks. And I, I literally sat in the hotel room because I, I planned this whole evening of romance. And she literally just wanted to fuck me and just leave. And I was sitting in my hotel room. I had actually called a friend and was like, dude, is something wrong? Because I've never had this happen to me. And I was really insecure about it. I was like, usually I'm the one that's like, all right, thanks for the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I'll call you. <laughs> and someone do it to me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is a little strange, you know? I remember what you said to me. You said, did she just fucking run? I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I was blown away. I was literally blown away. I, I'm still kind of insecure about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so unresolved feeling. Oh, you know? sure. We'll work it out. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I... You, when you told me that story, that's that you jumped ahead to it. That was when I had that down because when you said that to me, it made me laugh so hard the way you put it. When you're like, did you just fucking run? I don't know how you feel about it, but you never told me that you called a friend. Yes. You phoned a friend. I phoned a friend because, <laughs> you know, safety first, even though we're guys, you know, call a friend and say, hey, you know, I'm going on this date, blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, did you seriously? Yes. <gasps> Okay, guys. Well, you know, I know I always say that size doesn't matter and I'm not a size queen and I'm not. However, if I ran across him again and we were our password across, I, there's no way I couldn't try as long as he, was, as he was single. There's no way I wouldn't try to have sex with him again. I just, you have to, you have to experience it, you, you know, and it, then it's something you think about and you miss and you're kind of like, huh. It sort of gives you, you know, you'll get you'll get cravings for big, big dicks every once in a while. <laughs> ginormous dicks, I should say. Not just big, ginormous. Okay, the next guy is one of my favorites. I just have this eternal soft spot and absolute love for this man. This is Clark. Clark was the second guy I ever met when I started the Curious Girl Diaries after, after Titanic. And I remember... I was like, so at the time, you know, so pleased with Titanic because he was, you know, out of the gate before I knew what a, what a turd he was. <laughs> but this before, this is in the honeymoon stage, before you really know who somebody is, like who, before you really know anything about the guy that's actually putting his dick in you on a regular basis, like all, you know, when the truth comes out, it's like the guy is, is a total dirtbag, but he really did. I, I still I have a soft spot for Titanic, all things considered. But then I met Clark and I was just like, whoa. I mean, Clark instantly, his, I hate to objectify him. You know, I know it makes him a little self-conscious because he's 
also a super great guy, but he's so good looking. <laughs> he's just so fucking good looking. He's like a model good looking and, uh, and humble, you know, and oh my goodness. So this is, this is us. Uh, this is me talking about like the first time I think that we had met and just how, I mean, I had the massive, the, just the biggest crush on him. Like if he would, if he were to call and say like, let's get together. And I had a date with someone else. I almost like would want to like drop everything and like run to him. Although I will say that did happen. That did happen. We did have a Valentine's Day kerfuffle. And because he asked me last minute, guys, I said no. And I, because I already had plans with Cowboy N. And so I went on that date with Cowboy N. And had I not, I mean, like there's all these weird little twists and turns. Like had I have done, been off with Clark, I mean, who knows? That could have, things would have been totally different, but happy with the decisions I made. <laughs> Even though, oh, like literally I was so, Clark was the kind of guy that, you know, very, very seldom guys, very seldom is it that I'm just gaga, ridiculous for a guy because I'm so physically drawn to him. And, uh, Clark just happened to be that guy. He was that guy. And it's nice to have that for every once in a while, right? I mean, those kinds of attractions and just like where you're just like, I can't even look at this person. Like they're so gorgeous. It just, you always feel like a kid in a candy store. Like your eyeballs are feasting on something amazing every time, you know, you're looking at them. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. I know I'm just, I can go on and on. But, and I want to say, I feel bad. I'm just so objectifying him. And he is, the looks are really just the top, you know, just the scratching the surface with him. There's so much there. I mean, from go, I was instantly, instantly comfortable with him. Like, like an old friend. I mean, he, we just went straight to talking about so much and going deep. And he really opened my eyes to a lot of things, things that I didn't even know about at the time. I pretended like I did because I was so interested in him. I'm like, I will do whatever you want me to do. Do you want me to, you know, like tie you up and spank your butt? Whatever. Like I will do it. Even though I'm like, I, some of the stuff he was talking about in the very beginning, I totally lied. I did not know what that was about. I said I did because I would have probably just downed a cat shit sandwich just to be with him. <laughs> Uh, that's always the analogy I use. Like when something's really bad, it's like, I'd rather eat a cat shit sandwich than do X, Y, and Z. That's always like my go-to compar comparison. I have no idea. It's just that a cat shit sandwich sounds really unsavory in my mind. So anyway, here is my interview with, or part of my interview with Clark. This is episode 115. It's the male submissive. I met this guy straight away in the very beginning. And uh, we've had some interesting encounters and also we've stayed friends throughout this whole thing. And I'm very excited to have him on. And uh, Clark, welcome. I'm so glad to be chatting with you. Thanks, Layla. It's so good to hear your voice. Thanks for having me. I know. How are you doing with all this isolation and everything going on? I, we're not that far from each other. I feel like we're like, I feel like we're a million miles away. I know. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? Yes. We're, yeah, I've never felt uh, further away from some people. In a way, I'm talking to people more, but I still don't feel connected. I feel more disconnected from people, if that makes sense. But even though I'm talking to them more, just because I can't see them in person. I know. You know at least 
So it's weird, huh? Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah. Okay. So let me give for some, some people have listened since the beginning and some people have just caught on to the podcast recently, but let me give a little background. So when I first started doing this, gosh, you know, it's like four years ago, you were the second guy that I'd met and you were, you know, you were very instrumental. You don't know this, but you were kind of like, you're just, you, you played an important role for me. Like you where you were at with your sexuality, which is what I want to delve into today. And just kind of some of the things that you opened my eyes to, it really helped kind of propel me and move me in, you know, in, in, in an interesting direction. But I kind of want to roll the clock back and start with when I first met you. And do you remember where we, what was the hotel bar that we met at? Oh gosh, I know it was, I believe it was at Union Square. It was, yeah. I want to say it was the Sir Francis Drake, maybe. It was, um, that's right, that's yes. what it was, yep, yep. Yeah, and it was that's, World that's, Series. That's and yes, and it had a clock tower. Yeah. And and then there's a little bar off to the side, so I, I remember that. And has it really been four or five years? Wow. This is the fourth year that I've been doing this podcast, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, re- I remember. So, yeah, (laughs) so I remember, I still remember like it was yesterday, getting to the bar, sitting down and waiting for you. You were, you were in Union Square, but you were finishing up something and you were on your way over and you were texting me and the bar was packed because it was the World Series and the, and the Giants were in it. Mm. And so of course, San Francisco was going nuts and you came, walked in. I think I got the last, like literally when I got there, I think I got the last little space in the whole entire bar for like for you and one other person to squeeze in. For, for myself, I mean, for myself and one other person to squeeze in. And so I'm sitting there, sitting there. And all of a sudden you come in. I look up and I look up, up, up. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally, that was my reaction. I was just like, oh my God. What? And I want to know, like, honestly, what did you think the first time you met me? Wow. Yeah. So, what I remember, I just got done with some shopping, I think, or maybe I was returning some clothes at Union Square. And I definitely was anxious. I'm usually nervous before I meet, meet new people. Yeah. And I remember walking in. So, and I just remember your eyes. That's the first thing that drew me in. You have the most amazing, beautiful eyes. And then just your smile calmed me down. So I came in being so anxious. And then all of a sudden, that just melted away. Just because there's something about your your eyes and smile that just really calm me down and then from the rest of the evening i felt totally comfortable with you so that's what i remember most yeah i so that's funny i mean i i know i remember that too i remember when i locked eyes with you and you sat down and and we started talking and do you remember mm-hmm. how i just this is what i just remember how we were just we were just going back and forth and the bar is packed, but I just felt like, 
I don't want to say like, you know, it sounds so cliche, like we're the only two people in the room, but I was really, I get nervous too, but I was instant, instantly calmed down because there's something about you that's very calming to me. And you're, you're, you know, you're just, you're, you're a very soothing, I don't know, like a very soothing soul. And so you sit down, but then we're talking. And do you remember like, you turned, you were, you're, you know, you're turned directly into me. And when we were talking, you kept, you kept like touching me. Do you remember that? You kept touching me, touching me. <laughs> do you remember you that? Do you remember I that? Remember, I don't remember that. Oh my God. Doing that. You kept. I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I definitely can see myself doing that. So, cause like I said, I was, I was totally comfortable. The conversation flowed. It was super easy. Yeah. And I know what you mean. It was it was definitely, we were able to tune out the rest of the noise and it was loud. Yeah. And we were sitting close. And as soon as, like I said, as soon as I met you, I felt like I'd known you for a while. I'm not trying to be cliche either, Yeah. but I definitely felt comfortable talking about anything, any conversation topic, as well as using my hands and gestures and maybe even a little bit of touch. Yeah, so, you were you were, um... <laughs> you were using the touch. I'll just tell you like the touch was like that was literally burning me up. Like in my I'm like this guy I I was I was fully drawn in and then you're like the touch, the touch, the touch. I'm like, if he touches me one more time, we're just, I'm going to, I'm going to combust like right here in my <laughs> seat. I, well, I, I, hope, I hope I didn't invade your space. Um, no, <laughs> that wasn't the intention. No, but, I just, um, it meant what it, what it meant is I was comfortable with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. So, so that was good. And then, so we met each other and I was just like, I mean, my, I honestly just, I want to tell people that don't, I've just, I've, I've described you before, but for me, my, you're, you're spot on my type. I don't mean to, you know, again, we're, we're going with cliches, but I like, I like tall, dark and handsome. And that's exactly, that's, that's you to a T. That's why I named you Clark. You're like, you're like Clark Kent, you know, like that just, you have that Clark Kent look, you know, I mean, you're, you're very handsome. You have a, you have a presence, but you're, you're also, there's, so, you know, it's not just the, it is not just the exterior. It can, you know, it can never for me be about that. It, there's just, there's a, so much more one, there's just so much more wonderful stuff underneath all that. And, uh, you know, it's obviously as time went on and we became friends and we just got to know each other and open up it, it, all that came out and, you know, it's been very, very fun and interesting for me to, to have that kind of a connection, to have that whole kind of like, not just physical, because we've been physical, but just, just the, you know, the, the friendship part too, which I would say is more valuable than, than the exterior. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed these little outtakes. I would love it if you go back and listen to some of these episodes. And if you're feeling up to it, why not? It's a new year. Why don't you try to get through all 350, whatever number it is now, episodes and you will be current. This has been such an amazing journey. And on Valentine's Day, I just want to send so much love and positive, sexy, hot energy to each and every one of these guys, all of them, even the bad guys that I've crossed paths with. Because you know what? Everybody contributed and, you know, has, I've 
been able to have these great experiences and then turn around and share them with you guys. And that's just been such an adventure. And I'm, I love it. I'm going full throttle. You guys know there's just twists and turns always with me and there's several coming up. Not going to give them away, but several coming up. So make sure you guys stay tuned. And um, if you're, I wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Like I said, I give you all a big kiss. That's from me to you. I hope you're with the special person you want to be with. And if not, you can listen to my episodes and be with me. All right, everyone. Love you guys. Bye. so much for listening and if you like what you hear refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media also go to the website thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content and as usual questions or comments you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com 